we discovered it through the Animal Ethics Committee um, of the university. And uh, then we decided we need to take action. Uh, the baboons were brought in from the wild, and there was no ethical clearance given for that. Um, it's against the NSPCA's policy to use wild court baboons for research. So we decided we needed to make a, a quick move to get them back into the wild as soon as possible. Um, and, you know, because they're wild animals and they haven't been in captivity for very long, it was quite possible to get them back in their um, natural habitat as soon as possible, you know. So so just to bottom line it, uh, you know, for those of us who may not be au fait with how these things work, where exactly did the University of the Free State go wrong in this instance? Well, it's hard to tell. Um, it's a very internal um, process. And it's basically researchers that uh, didn't follow the correct procedures. And something went wrong somewhere, and uh, we need to get to the bottom of that still. Um, that is our second step. Uh, our first step is just to, was just to get the balloons out, out of those cages. And the second step is to follow through and see that corrective action is taken against the researchers. So are researchers allowed to conduct um, you know, uh, tests and uh, research on baboons at all? So it's not against the law to, to do research on, on, on animals, but it needs to be going through a very strict ethical process. So basically how it happens in South Africa is that universities or anyone doing research on animals needs to have an animal ethics committee. Um, the committee needs to go through a rigorous process to decide whether that research can happen or not. And in this instance, they did not approve the use of wild-caught baboons. And, uh, and that's where the process went wrong, because the researchers basically decided they're going to get the, re- the, the baboons in in any way. And, um, and yeah, that is, unfortunately, with like all systems, nothing is foolproof. Um, so, so that's something that went wrong somewhere. Luckily, you know, we were able to, to stop them from using the animals before, you know, before they actually conducted research on them. Um, but, um, that actually, it shows that the, the system is working. It's just not as, as effective as what we would like it to be. Mm-hmm. So as a way of curbing, you know, any future incidents of this nature of taking place, um, are you going to make charges against uh, the University of the Free State uh, or anyone else for that matter? Um, you know, the, the university was very cooperative. They, they admitted that they made a mistake and they immediately basically signed over the business to us. So, um, and they will be taking their internal steps against the researchers, so we won't lay any charges. What we are um, very, very unhappy about is the fact that nature conservation actually gave permits for those animals to be moved, um, to be caught and moved out of the the Limpopo province. Um, And for free state um, nature conservation to actually get import permits for those animals to be moved. So that's also a flaw in some systems. And it needs to be addressed. So will you be laying charges against them? No. No, we won't be laying charges. See, the problem is with uh, animal protection law, um, there needs to be a very clear sign of deliberate cruelty. And in which case, uh, you know, it wasn't the, the case. So so we won't be laying any charges, no. But we will, we will definitely be taking it on with nature conservation. So what would constitute deliberate cruelty? Deliberate cruelty is, um, for instance, if, if you had to compare it to this specific case, 
um, is they deliberately went out and actually did the research and there was found to be deliberate pain and suffering caused to animals. And that is not only research, it's, it's all animals. It could be your pet at home, it could be the man on the street, it could be anyone. If there's um, a malicious cruelty done to animals, then you can lay charges. But did the animals, did these baboons not suffer stress as a result of this particular process? And had you not discovered what was going on, then uh, chances are that unethical research would have been conducted on these baboons, not? Yes, uh, but that was not the case. So, you know, there was a amount of stress um, with the transport of animals, probably. Um, but uh, it wasn't up to a point where you can say there was deliberate cruelty. I think, like I said, if if I did the research and we found that there was unethical research being done on them, that would have been a different story. Mm. But because they admitted their mistakes, they signed them over. Yeah, but I think you're going soft on them. The fact that they admitted, if someone admits that I stole this because unfortunately I, uh, you know, needed this for some reason or another, it does not diminish the fact that they actually stole because they knew that they were not allowed uh, to get the baboons in the manner in which they did. So, so, so where is, you know, the blur here? Why, why is it not clear that someone needs to be punished for this? Well, someone definitely should be punished for it. Um, the researchers, like I said, the, the internal policies of the university will be will be followed, and they need to take action against those researchers. Um, they can stop the researchers from ever doing research again. Um, there are certain disciplinary processes that universities follow. So, yeah, we believe that we need to make sure that they follow them. Well, Erica, we'll leave it there. Thank you so much for your time this morning. Erica Ferkale, uh, she's the manager of Animal Ethics Unit at the National Council of the SBCA.